Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's so good. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to tea time. We're so glad you came. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My name my. is Kat. <laughs> Hi. I'm going to try not to look at my notes for that. <laughs> I am one of the owners of Synergy Fitness for Her, a women's fitness studio and physical therapy clinic located in Durham, North Carolina. I have about a decade of experience helping women achieve their health and fitness goals. Joining me. Oh my gosh. I'm Melissa. I'm one of the trainers here at Synergy. I've been working here for almost two years. I'm pretty psyched about it, I'm not gonna lie. And I've got a little over two years of experience in the training field. Woo! I am hyped up on caffeine, guys. Thanks for working with me. We're there with you. Mm -hmm. Eyebrows, really expressive today. Um, I have a bachelor's in exercise science with an exercise with an emphasis in corporate wellness. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. And I'm looking to further my education, and I'm looking to go into chiropractic. So it's pretty exciting. Oh. <laughs> Hello, dear. Oh my gosh! Welcome. Greetings. <laughs> so nice to see you. Hey. Hey everybody, Kathy. my name is Laura. I am one of the trainers here at Synergy and I've been working here for about six months now um, with about a year and a half of experience in the training field. I also have a bachelor's degree in exercise science with a concentration in health and wellness. And I am about to finish my master's degree in integrative wellness in about five weeks. Whoop, whoop. And uh, three days. And three days. Seven hours. <laughs> yes. I think is what we counting down. Right? Yeah. Not that, Not that counting I'm counting. Them. Not that we're counting. Okay. I'm super excited about that. <laughs> and um, I want to work with people that want to achieve overall well-being and kind of work on their overall health outside of nutrition and exercise. So I'm really excited about that. So sweet of you. <laughs> we need all we, the help. Yeah. If you could just My uh, pleasure. <laughs> you know. Give us a little bit of that. Client one and two over here. Yep. <laughs> Look at that. I already have clients. What are we, what are we going to talk about today? So um, today we are talking about self-care, which is a really exciting topic. I love talking about self-care. And we're going to be discussing what it means to us and what things we do to improve our self-care and really take care of our, ourselves and our well-being. And we have a special guest coming in later in this episode, Priscilla Jacko, and she is going to be further discussing self-care from her perspective and giving us some tips about how we can take care of our well-being and self-care. Pretty cool stuff. So we thought, since we're going to define what self-care is to us, we should get an internet like uh, definition beforehand. And of course, the internet is always... Oh, absolutely 100% factual. Uh-huh, of course. But we figured, you know, why not? You know, it's okay. So here's the internet definition. Uh, the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. What? What, what do you all think about that definition, though? Because I, I kind of have my opinions about it. I want to hear. Who was the first one that mentioned a certain part of that definition that was like, red flag, red flag, red flag? Yeah. So I think I see the same red flags everyone here yeah. sees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah, in particular, during periods of stress to me is kind of, yeah, the odd part or the part I would disagree with the most. It, it seems like self-care kind of has to be part of your daily maintenance. Um, mm -hmm. And so I would 
I, I would define it as almost any activity that you're doing that is restorative or rejuvenating, mm -hmm. I think. Like helps I think recharge. that's very yeah. similar to my definition. I use yeah. the word recharge, but rejuvenate as well. Um, and I think that a lot of people, because of these definitions, a lot of people seem to think that self-care is only done when you are stressed. I'm a, I used to do that in college. I'm not yeah. <laughs> pointing fingers at anyone here. Um, and I feel like because I didn't take care of myself on a daily basis, it would kind of build up into mm -hmm. this massive anxiety or just depressive moment and meltdown is the word. meltdown in a way yeah blow out <laughs> yep. whatever kind of <laughs> emotions i was tap. feeling like it's anger or whatnot it would be so much harder to take care of that and, and self-care because there were so many things going on so i think that um it's a way of like prevention of like you're kind of baby steps throughout the week so then you're not accumulating that stress mm -hmm. or feelings or whatever you're going through yeah definitely yeah so I would have to agree. I feel like ever since ha us having this discussion, my definition has evolved absolutely, absolutely. quite a bit yeah. because of um, it's not just cosmetic. Yeah. So it's not just the bubble baths, bubble baths, masks, the masks, the face masks, mm -hmm. um, pedicures, manicures, stuff like that. Like the cosmetic stuff that you would fix on your face, even makeup. I mean, the other day I did use makeup as a help to get me out of whatever funk I was in because I know that funk was a better description of sometimes our sometimes i just don't even know how to describe in. what i'm feeling yeah <laughs> so i'm like funk just seems to get mood the best mm -hmm. like the overall feeling of it yeah. so i think that that was a big well because that happened the other day we discussed it and we found out that there is also some other things involved too you know we were just talking about how trying to get out of those moments out we had those things that we could go to whether it was, okay, I'm going to do makeup, I'm going to fix my face up. It doesn't need to be makeup, but that was mm -hmm. just what helped me get out of this moment in time. Yeah. And out of that irrational, like, anxiety or your funk or whatever it yeah. is, just not feeling like you want to get out of bed. Right. Um, or even function, talk to people, whatever it is. You know, you could have that social anxiety of whatever. And then listening to music, I feel like that's a big Absolutely. thing that hypes me up. And I think that depending on what the vibe is, what the music is, it can change you feel especially if you allow it to uplift you a little bit sure, and whatever that is i know that you listen to um your zumba stuff because it really hypes you up like your yeah. certain dance moves specifically yeah so you can i was dance. talking to Alyssa earlier that the other day i was feeling kind of just lethargic and down yeah. i was like on the couch for a long time studying and i turned on like all spanish music and i started dancing salsa in the in the middle of my living room and love it kind of just brought out mm -hmm. i mean the love i have for my culture of course but also just endorphins and that kind of goes into any kind of movement i know yeah. we've talked that it can be mm -hmm. dancing it can be yoga walking i think that is i think for me a good self-care to at least get me out of that funk and kind of moving forward definitely Absolutely. yeah i I, I feel think like we're all growing so much. Yeah, yeah. learning just, a lot. Just saying, especially from each other. Like, yeah, just listening. Because we all do so so many different things for yeah. self care. I think like self care, there can be a generic definition, but everyone's going to be different. Like mm -hmm. I know cats into painting, and I cannot do that just physically. No, I do I'm color not good. in. She's artistic. <laughs> not. I wouldn't even describe She's... myself that way. I think it it just is something that I gravitate. It's I like want therapeutic to be. for you, and so yeah. I. I yeah, she lies me. She get has, out of my head. Work. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> I can't paint my yeah. nails, but it's oh, no, okay. I don't think so I can't. <laughs> it's fine. 
The, uh, it's a small canvas on your nails. The music makes me think of what we talked about in habit group or habit change group uh, a few weeks ago relative to like the vagus nerve and and stimulating your parasympathetic nervous system to calm down when you're kind of panicking yeah. and we've kind of talked about you ladies singing um, or listening to music I am tone deaf so wasn't me <laughs> but in movement as well I think yeah. another way is taking like a cold shower that can oh, yeah. be something mm -hmm. that kind of um, uh, hijacks your parasympathetic mm -hmm. yeah, nervous system. That, that's a little bit more of like when you're in the panic mode, I think, than yeah. self-care. Yeah, because I think for me at least there's a difference between kind of just daily self-care and when I'm kind of in a yeah. um, either a panic attack or just very emotional where I'm kind of just, my brain just doesn't even work where I'm kind of just like at that point, negative kind of Nancy nap, yeah. like yeah like it's just like I'm all that stress I've has built up then now I'm like in this emotional trance that sometimes I'm in for like a couple of days so I think also self-care for me is it's dependent on the situation usually in certain circumstances where I'm very emotional I journal a lot I take a lot of time for reflection and kind of checking in on myself I think is the biggest form of self-care for myself, I think, that I didn't do a lot in yeah. college or, you know, a lot. Kat said earlier too, like the, just the little stuff every day, it mm -hmm. helps to sustain you. Like prevent. Like, that. it's just like a, it's almost like a prehab for, you know, whatever, oh. maybe you have a really rough day, but your body, like your brain, like it's already had a really good consistent like maybe two weeks of self-care whatever that may be and you're able to tackle that rough day and just be like eh, it's it happens or right. that portion of it it's just like it's just a rough moment it's mm -hmm. not the entire day absolutely um, whether so. it's like if if I don't take care of myself every day that rough day will turn into another rough mm -hmm. day will turn into a rough week and at that point I think I'm so into deep that self-care is just harder for me to like dig myself out of that hole yeah, so that's absolutely. think that's why it's so important that it's not just during periods of stress. Yeah. It's during just everyday life. Absolutely. To take a moment to breathe, five, ten minutes, whatever you can. Yeah. I'm curious for people, I think I've shared with you ladies, I've met people who, whether they're working all the time or, or busy with children or they just don't know um, how to explore self-care. Mm -hmm. I think when we're children, we have recess and... Um, where like, yeah. playtime is kind of built into our day. And as adults, I think a lot of us don't have that set playtime or decompression time. Mm -hmm. and, and the consequences, I think, are usually high stress, high anxiety. That, like, go, go, go. That's my personal experience. I don't know if that's accurate, but I'm, I'm curious to hear from Priscilla um, about how you ex begin to explore that, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so. She's coming on shortly. Yeah. We're pretty jacked. Pretty excited. Yeah. So join us in just a second. How are Hi. you? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Hey. You look so pretty. Yeah. I love your hair, your shirt. What an Thank adult. you so much. <laughs> yes, we need to get yeah. our together. Slouching. This is our professional clothing. <laughs> you guys look fine. Nice and relaxed. Thank you. We're oh excited gosh. to have you. Thank yeah. you. So, so, I'm so honored that you guys chose me to talk about this topic. Thank you so much. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm just going to do a little introduction, um, if you don't mind, and then um, we'll ask you some questions if that's okay. Okay, cool. So Priscilla Jacko, the lovely woman you see here. Um, she's a licensed mental health counselor, counselor with Willow Creek Counseling Associates, and she's here with us today via Zoom. She has extensive training and experience in cognitive behavioral therapy today. And today she's going to be discussing some tips and tricks for how she su suggests people can take better care of themselves mentally, contributing more to our topic of self-care. Yeah. Awesome. So you have many other things, but specifically when we were looking up your list of amazing credentials, we were like, oh my gosh, she's going to be great for this. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so our first question, how do you specifically define self-care? So I define self-care as intentionally carving out time each day to take care of yourself, to address your needs, um, and to allow yourself time to assess, okay, is this, do I need to decompress um, and release some stress? Do I need to recharge, um, do something that helps me feel energized? Um, or do I need to process what's currently going on in my world? Um, so, and when we practice it self um, consistently, it allows us to maintain emotional stability. And so we're better able to. We were close. We were close on like that maintaining kind of like preventing yes. that big burst of emotions or anxiety or something. We were mm -hmm. kind of, that's how we were explaining or kind of defining it. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're right, right on point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you said it <laughs> way, with such grace and we were just like, what? That, just, that definition just gave me like goosebumps. Though. Yeah, I uh, definitely got chills. Love it. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. That's so cool. When you um, are discussing with clients or even like for yourself, if you wanted to share some stuff that you do for your own self-care, uh, what do you do? And then what do you share with your clients on how they can take care of themselves? when they maybe are in a kind of a rut, a funk, mm -hmm. or even just to sustain and keep themselves pretty good at as much as they can. Like their well-being their, check. Yeah. I'm also thinking of an adult maybe who doesn't have an established self-care routine and they're kind of yeah. floundering in this like not great space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So one thing that I encourage clients when I'm working with them is to try and put it on your schedule self-care basically. So put it in your on your calendar so that it's a part of your normal routine. Um, and I also stress quality over quantity um, because you might not have 30 minutes, you might not have an hour to practice self-care, but five or 10 minutes of deep breathing so that you can um, regulate your nervous system, that can be helpful. Um, going on a mindfulness walk. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, you know, engaging your five senses. Um, Practicing yoga. Um, there's lots of research that shows that yoga can help with emotional regulation. Um, checking in with your support system. That's important too, right? Um, so that they can help uh, keep you accountable and make sure that you're practicing self-care. Um, also, unplugging when you need to, right? Like 
unplug in from social media, um, the news when needed. Um, <laughs> Grinch. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Too much yeah. negativity. Oh, no. I, I think know. yesterday I like, uh, made the mistake of going to Facebook and immediately I was like, no, Laura, unplug, put your phone away or we'll put the close Facebook away. The My phone was there, but close the app and just not, don't check anything. Don't turn the TV on. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. kind of very nice to just not have to deal with all that outside world right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. That was good. Good self-care. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's so hard because I feel like in this generation in society, social media is just, we're always on it and I'm very guilty of it. So mm -hmm. taking time to kind of disconnect, the few times I've done it, it's been kind of just really incredible for yeah. just like my mental health in general. So that's awesome. That can be something you know, yeah. that's, that, yeah, that people can do to improve their, their, you know, whatever they're going through. I've seen a few people doing like social media cleanses. cleanses. Or, or, I did like a whole ooh, weekend, friends. I think. And it was yeah weird and stressful at the beginning, but then I, because I'm so attached to it, but at the end of the weekend, I was like, wow, that was great. Yeah. You can like reset almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Priscilla, as a successful woman in, as a professional, what do you do for your self-care that we can learn from as other professionals? Because <laughs> I feel like you have all this experience and you're like, well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. And you have such a, like a calm energy. Absolutely. It's like, thank you. Being through this video and I'm really <laughs> loving it right now. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, honestly, I have to, I have to keep myself accountable as well. Um, because it, it can be hard. We're, we're all busy. And so I have to schedule it as well and really think in advance about, okay, Friday is my day off. So what can I do to kind of pour back into myself? And so sometimes um, for me, it's meditation or prayer. Um, for um, so I'm also trying to make sure that I get exercise in. Um, because I noticed for me, when I'm when I exercise consistently, it just helps, it helps improve my mood. It helps me concentrate better. It helps me sleep better. Um, so exercise journaling as well for me, just kind of like sometimes when I'm feeling really anxious, it helps to just put it on paper and then kind of leave it there once I'm done journaling. Yeah. Um, like yeah, like a brain dump. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. Between mm -hmm. us, I think we kind of each did maybe one of those. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. Yeah. yeah, I've been getting a lot into journaling just because I think sometimes I'm a very emotional person. So when I let all those emotions like kind of like clog up, then I just feel like quite literally so overwhelmed that when I just like put it on paper, it's just like it's just like so freeing. Like I feel like mm -hmm. a quite literal. Uh, weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I don't have that constant just whatever I'm holding to I can just kind of put it on paper and just yeah kind of go on with my day yeah. yeah and I love that because um that is a way that helps us identify what we have control over what we don't and so while the we might be facing a particular stressor that we can't change, we do have control to journal or exercise or some of the things that you guys have been talking about. 
that's what's in our control to do. Focus. Yeah. Yeah. Shifting that focus of what you can control compared to what may seem that you cannot control. Mm-hmm. And I know, I, I know for me, sometimes I'm so overwhelmed with feelings that I focus on everything at the same time, rather than just one thing that I can control little by little. I like so I like that. I like that um, shift in mindset. Mm-hmm. Oh, what obstacles um, have you had to overcome with clients relative to self-care? Um, if you have had any, and if so, how do you suggest they overcome them? Great question. One of the biggest obstacles, particularly for the women that I'm with, is um, a lot of times they will feel guilty for taking that time for themselves. And so they will feel like, well, if I, if I take this time, I'm taking away from my kids or taking away from my husband or taking away from work duties. Um, and so what I try to, I try to encourage them to reframe how they're thinking about that. And a lot of times I'll use the oxygen mask analogy, um, like they kind of teach us on the plane where you have to put your own mask on first. Um, and so- Oh, that. oh wow. As soon as, I, as soon as I heard I know, mask, right? I was like, I think I know where she's going. With this yeah, one. Yes. I love that. Yeah, because we have to do that, right? We have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves so that we can function the way we need to and be able to address all of those other responsibilities that we have. And and so thinking about it that way kind of helps most times relieve those feelings of guilt um, and, and also kind of encourages self-worth because it's like, yeah, it is important for me. I am worth taking care of myself and taking out this time. I love that. That's I so really cool. like that. And I hadn't thought of guilt as no, as definitely. an objection to self-care, but as I, soon as you say yeah. it, absolutely. It makes so I've much sense. I've actually heard that before though, that yeah. people feel that they're being selfish when mm-hmm. they prioritize their self-care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You have to be a little bit selfish when it comes to your health and yeah. well-being, I think. Boundaries you really are important. Absolutely. They do. Absolutely. Yeah. Notes over here so yeah. that I can uh, soak up as much as possible. Seriously. <laughs> this is so helpful. Oh, I mean, hopefully for other people too, like when yeah. they're watching this, but like for all of us too, we can find other ways. Like we individually, like Kat was saying, you do painting and some movement <laughs> We all just do different stuff and you were just trying to take it all as in you were trying to be consistent with everything and I think that's mm-hmm. super helpful and how we can stay on top of that especially as we go into life and be yeah. consistent with that of course it's going to be so much more beneficial for us as a like older adults too so I just think that's yeah awesome. and I think not just, just in like that. our personal life but like also professionally I think when you mentioned the the, the mask uh analogy it reminded me of something similar i'm doing a master's in integrative wellness um starting to be a health coach and i think for us self-care is something that in every course i've taken it's like there for the over the past two years because they tell us like uh it's important for you to you know fill up your cup before you can help others because when you're healthy and well then you can be 
the coach that your client needs. If you're not taking care of yourself, then you're not going to be as enthusiastic or Mm -hmm. not present in your job. So especially people that work with others, it's, yeah, it's really important to kind of energize yourself before you can kind of put, pour your heart into your clients. Mm -hmm. That is so true for for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So it reminded me of that, but I really liked the mask one of like, you need to put your mask on before helping others. I think it's super important because it seems like, oh yeah, duh. When you're (laughs) like, when you were sharing it, how on the plane, it seems so like common sense, Mm -hmm. probably should put that on myself, but relating it to other things and how we should take it just as seriously with this stuff too. I think Mm -hmm. it puts it in perspective for a lot of people, the Mm -hmm. value and the importance of self-care and how different it looks for other people and how much we should take it seriously. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that feedback was helpful. Yeah, yeah. it was what? really eye-opening for me, at least. Thank you so much for joining us. If if you don't mind hanging on for just a second while we close out our episode, yeah, and then we'll say our crap and goodbye. Yes. Okay. Awesome. All right. <laughs> thank you to Priscilla and our audience for joining us. Um, the the next tea time talk will be uh, about checking in on ourselves. Um, as well as our loved ones in our inner circle and support system. So kind of uh, making sure those relationships and, and our boundaries are serving us well. Yeah, yeah so, definitely. Absolutely. Thank you. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Okay. And then it just stops. Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. Priscilla, oh my God.